Tarantino's next project is an eight-episode miniseries. Silk will kick off a Marvel-Sony series deal at Amazon, and Bob Iger is back as Disney CEO. Welcome back, everybody, to Freeze Frame, brought to you by Strictly Casual. This is episode 88, the show where we stop and take a moment to discuss all the heavily talked about news of the week having to do with movies, TV, streaming, and pop culture. I'm your host, Ryder Maldonado, joined as always by Vincent DeSantis. We're back after a little break. Vince, how you been? <laughs> I've been okay. We've been good. We got a lot of movie news for everybody. We got a lot of stuff. We got a lot of stuff going. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just happy. I'm just ready to go. I'm ready to get in. Yeah, dude. Holiday season. And, how you uh, been? Happy birthday, Ryder. Oh, yeah. Thanks. It's We're, we're finally there, dude. It finally hit, and I was like, okay. That, that came and went. How's that? Another <laughs> another rotation around the sun. Another rotation, yeah. That's crazy, right? Yeah. <laughs> we're My man's twenty three. Three? Yeah. <laughs> twenty four. Yeah. I was like, oh man, I heard you the I floor. Almost said I was it. like, oh god, that would be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it feels old. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you've been doing well. Uh we took a little uh, week break, but we're back and uh it's gonna be crazy because holidays are coming up, so lots of news for the winter season. Uh, if you're listening to us on Spotify or Apple, let us know what you're thinking about the show. Give us a review. That always helps us out. It's huge. Even if it's something small to say, you know, let us know what you're thinking. And uh, we'd love to see it. We also have Discord and uh, social media below. Uh, I think that what's what's the new thing? Because I'm seeing everybody on Hive now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll see how long no, it lasts. <laughs> yeah. I think I give it. I give it a week until nobody's talking about it unless it gets some traction and then people oh. still talk about it for a little bit longer. But they yeah. had uh, like just under a million signups overnight last night, which is oh, that's, okay. that's yeah. a huge influx. Yeah. Now, I mean, we're talking big in like different weird fandoms, like oh, yeah, pop yeah. culture fandoms. And then you have like, okay, gaming Twitter has like migrated. I've seen mm-hmm. some of oh, movie yeah. Twitter going mm-hmm. over there. Yes, but those yeah. are I'm not it's not like I'm connected to every single network mm-hmm. in Twitter. So I don't really know how much of mm-hmm. a force Hive will be. And it's only run by two people. So if they don't oh. like if it if something happens, like they're they're really understaffed mm-hmm. for that. So you were the yeah. first person I saw post about it on Twitter and then like the first and then like after that like every five minutes, like you said, I saw someone post the, almost the same thing. Like, okay, this is a thing now and I was like I'm like, wait, you know? Yeah, okay. Oh, you and oh, you and it just kept going. Got to be an early adopter, bro. Got to yeah, be on dude. the. Got to be where the people are. Gotta you're the trend the starter. <laughs> you're the trend starter. Not even close. I saw like ten <laughs> photos. I'm like, oh yeah, oh, new okay. social media. I'll try. I'll give it a shot. <laughs> dude, As dude, I always do. Vincent loves his apps. I'll say it, Vincent. If it, he got anything, it's his Not apps. Even, I just want to. I don't even. I don't even have that many apps. I really only use <laughs> Letterbox, uh-huh. Twitter, and Instagram. Okay, yeah. that's it. Mm-hmm. That's good. And Marvel Snap now. This yeah, last like Marvel month and a half. There you go. Yeah, 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 that's great. Um, but anyways, ladies and gents, again, uh, we'll have TikTok coming back and uh, more fun stuff on the way. Um, LA Comic Con. I even forgot to talk about Vince this off the podcast. Hey, we're gonna be a hopefully LA Comic Con. Yeah, I haven't even been able to think about it. To Vince be honest, will be there regardless. Vince will I be there too. I can't promise. I can't promise. But yeah, no, it'll be fun. I'll get you a ticket. You go. You're, you got to be there with me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. Anyways, uh, let's see. Last quote of the week. Um, want to take us through it? You can. Last week quote was, "I'm just like any modern woman, trying to have it all, loving husband, a family. It. I just. I wish I had more time to seek out the dark forces and join their hellish crusade." And Ryder, what's that from? 
this is uh adam's family this is morticia the classic i thought we had a lot of wednesday news jenna ortega yeah in the news a lot so i thought it was fitting mm-hmm. but that's that okay good we can get into it i love it let's get right into it with the latest story on the topics today we have silk spider society will kick off a slate of marvel slash sony series at amazon the Walking Dead's Angela Kang is showrunning with Phil Lord and Chris Miller as executive producers. This is from THR, The Hollywood Reporter. Uh, the Walking Dead showrunner has moved her overall deal from AMC to Amazon and has signed on over to oversee Silk Spider Society, the first in an expected slate of Marvel TV series based on the Sony Pictures universe that features more than 900 characters. The series... Oh, what a BS <laughs> sentence. Which features over 900 characters. <laughs> The series, which is executive produced by Phil Lord and Chris Miller, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, and, I mean, a lot of comedy Mm -hmm. movies, and Mm -hmm. they have a pretty big repertoire, uh, will air first domestically on MGM+, the premium cable network currently known as Epix, and then globally on Amazon Prime's video platform. (laughs) What? They're going to release a Marvel Sony show on a random service called Epix before it goes to Amazon Prime Video? Dude, I was shocked to read it. I was like, what? This is interesting. I think they already have a lot of... Well, there's a lot of weird red flags here. One, oh, first, yeah. There's a lot of red mm-hmm. flags for me. Okay. One, I haven't seen anything from Sony Marvel besides Spider-Verse that I've enjoyed mm-hmm. recently. Um, the Walking Dead, not critically acclaimed in the last 10 years. Yeah. It's been like 15 years. It just ended this yeah. week, actually. That's a big Yesterday was its last episode, I think. Ever? Yeah, I was... I was told that um, it ends like a regular season with room for three spinoffs that they tease <laughs> after the credits. Oh my goodness, that's hilarious. And there's already been six spinoff shows of The Walking Dead in the past wow. 15 years. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Uh, which is wild. So yeah, I don't know if I'm too excited about this. I love Phil Lord and Chris Miller. I think they're very creative mm-hmm. minds. Um, is this a live action? Is this animated? I don't know. Yeah, as for details, I think this is very earlier on. Um, I think the one thing that excites me, of course, is that it is in the Spider-Universe. Um, there's a lot of potential for a lot of characters, you know? Like like, like Spider-Verse? It's in Spider-Verse? Um, like, uh, uh, that's the thing. Oh, you know what? I think it's connected to the Madam Web slash, um, mm. like, they, they want to create it to kind of, you know, connect to that, which, you know, depending on how Madam Web, you know, is working out production-wise. Perform, yeah, and performs, that might create its own universe with, um, what was the the Craven, the Craven the Hunter, that universe? And, oh yeah, which yeah. is Venom, and it, I mean it's all the same universe. They're trying to make it big, but they're trying it, to really expand, I guess. Silk is a child character, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. no? Yeah, I mean, there's different iterations, but yeah, I think you're you're right. Silk, Spider Man, what's it? Yeah, I Silk is uh very popular. I mean, this I've seen this cosplay done a million times, and oh yeah. She has a sweet design. It's the coolest parts of Spider-Man. You have like the sweet suit, and mm-hmm. then she wears this badass red bandana. Oh yeah. Like, oh yeah. This is sick. Yeah. I, I don't really know anything about about Silk mm-hmm. or Madam Web or anything. Yeah, me too. This is where it's like, okay, now I have time to to research what the character is and get into it if it is something. But um, Amazon Studios family is the next chapter of my career. Said Kang. Yeah. So okay. Well, Korean American superhero. That's that's cool. It's cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Who is still created by Dan Slott? Okay, there's a name that we've been throwing around. Dan Slott's yeah, Dan. a very prolific Spider-Man author in the comic books. Yeah. So there you go. So maybe um, the best. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, de debut domestically. Okay. So, yeah, not too much details. Again, it's pretty early, but I do think, like I said, potential for connection. So, but, dude, can you imagine? This thing comes out. Uh, reviewers are sent screeners. Nobody pays the extra $10 a month to watch this <laughs> in an elsewhere platform. And then it comes to Amazon, and then people start watching yeah. it. I th uh, yeah, that, that's where it'll blow up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nobody's paying. I'm not paying an extra $10 for mm -hmm. epics to watch this. Unless it's like mind shattering good, and then maybe I'll consider a month yeah. subscription mm -hmm. if it's all out at once. Yeah, but it's one of those things where all I gotta do is block a couple words on Twitter, and I won't see spoilers, and I'll wait for the Amazon release, right? Yeah, uh, it just comes down to the streaming. The streaming mm -hmm. costs again are just ridiculous. Oh shoot, my yeah. mic arm just fell. Oh, yeah, um, but yeah, like I also saw uh, that they were talking that this is like the start of their own universe they want to potentially grow that because they have so many characters they're like let's milk this entire <laughs> with this bike let's milk everything we got from the spider universe now because it's so successful right <laughs> i guess i mean i guess that would be the right thing but i it's just like beating a dead horse it's like what else can you this if it's not a good story i don't care like at the end of the yeah. day it's like i don't really care about seeing new characters unless it's a f good story mm -hmm. or a good a worthwhile endeavor it's like i'm not paying i'm not gonna go i'm not gonna watch it just because it's spider-man now yeah well they look to no way home and they say look if no way home still one of the biggest films in the past couple of years let's keep let's keep going that i think that's what they're seeing you know they're i like, guess but that's like a bad business plan i think it, i think the proof's in the pudding <laughs> now that you can't do that anymore like okay. you can't okay like you see venom like venom is Dog yeah, they're water. trying their best. And they're making and, a ugh. third movie. Yeah, they're making a third like, movie. Ugh. Oh, yeah. That's right. Dang. It, it, it's not like... It, yeah, it's The first like one kid. was not oh. good. <laughs> the second one was worse. And the th we'll see about the third one. Mm -hmm. My hopes are for this Madam Web pick. I think Madam... Uh, flick, sorry. Madam Web. They're treating it like a B movie, dude. They're treating it like a B movie. Really? Okay. Totally, I okay. think. Potential there is though there for the multiverse for like uh for the live action to go into the animated they're, i think they're gonna do it dude the oh it'd be sick i, I would yeah. be i would love to see that i'd love to see that sounds like a lot of fun mm -hmm. but that's all i, got I don't know dude <laughs> i don't know all right moving into the next story Ryder, you can lead this one quentin tarantino and uh plans to shoot a, a, an eight episode tv series in 2023 this comes from Variety. The film director shared news of the project Wednesday night while promoting his new book, Cinema Speculation, at a New York event hosted by Elvis Mitchell. Uh, it was Fort Wright with narrative and production details around the project. Tarantino has worked in television before, directing two episodes of CSI, Crime Scene so Investigation, in 2005, so quite a bit ago. Since then, he has flirted with venturing back, with reports emerging in February that the director was in talks to helm installments of FX Justified Revival. That but show he's was not anymore. Yeah, I, I don't think that show came and went. Excuse me. The New York conversation covered a lot of ground with Tarantino touching on other products projects he circled over the years. The writer director shared that he wrote a play before Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was completed, and he stated that he was approached to do a dialogue polish of Sam Jackson's 2000s Shaft reboot, but rejected the offer. <laughs> they did like a bunch of Shaft movies. They just did yeah. another one a couple years ago. I don't know. I didn't see it, but. Yeah, there's some there's some franchises out there that you see like five sequels come out and you don't know until after they're done on, on DVD when you're like, these yeah. came out. Yeah, they exactly. they had no marketing budget. <laughs> That's why I'm so sad about Fletch, dude. Like Fletch oh, lives. 
dude no marketing at all isn't theaters like a couple weeks and is now on digital yeah i'm thankful that i follow some accounts that post like you know all those trailers like like those type where it's like what does that mean all those trailers (laughs) well i i don't know i feel like i guess i don't want to i guess smaller films well i think you're you're just your twitter feed is the pop culture twitter feed like we were talking about i see all the the other stuff well, I see yeah, all, like I see like Banshees okay. of Inertion and like even Fletch. Yeah. Like I I see all those trailers, so I, I'm sure. like I know every mostly every film that comes out, but it's just yeah, I see, right, not, right. No popularity for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so after he asked which comic book you would adapt if given the choice, Tarantino stated that he would be interested in bringing uh, Marvel's Sergeant Fury and his Harling Howling Commandos to the screen. Of course, sure. we know the original from Captain America, but. Yeah, I mean, people talked about that he was working on Star Trek. I think following the success of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, he wants to change it up and do something well, different. Well, he, he considers Once Upon a Time in Hollywood as his best film. Yeah, so he's on Which a high. Is crazy, too. <laughs> and not only that is he wrote a book like that is an extended version, basically, of Once oh, yeah. Upon a Time in Hollywood, and he thinks that's his best work. It's not even a movie. Ooh, it's a book. Yeah. Like He's like, this is my best creative work, which mm-hmm. is crazy to me. He's like on a stride. Him. Yeah, he's yeah, he's going on a great stride, and I'm like, but not a great stride. It's just like he's done. He has one more movie, and I mm-hmm. hope this show is not in place of his last movie. He's, yeah. For every year, every interview ever, he always says, "I have ten movies. I'm doing ten, ten films." Mm-hmm. Does I, this count as the tenth film, or is this a placeholder in between his tenth film? I would hope that he does like a show, right? But that's the kind of just like. I'm doing, you know, I'm doing a middle ground. Like, give it time before his last one. Because I think everyone's like, okay, so. what's it going to be? What's it going to be? Because of how great he's been, you know, he's, I mean, yeah, he has, I don't know, I wouldn't say he really has misses. Like, I've, I've enjoyed every single one of his movies. But, um, yeah, there's like a couple that I don't think are as good as the other ones, but they're not bad. They're good yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah. They're all great. They're, they're so well written. And I think this, his final one, whether it's a, a connecting to like Kill Bill or something fresh, I think it'd be cool to see something complete again new and a bang go off with a bang you know i wonder uh if these if this tv show this tv series that he's working on if uh tarantino is not directing it what if he's just writing it or producing it yeah that would make sense too because or maybe jumps in front of the camera a little bit does a little acting because he's done that he's done it before he'll do it again yeah he i mean i remember watching a doc about him like he him and his acting he likes I want to say he was a comedian be before he was a. Oh yeah, he, yeah. I was watching a really. I don't know where the interview was, but he was just talking about, um, like, growing up in the comedy scene and how uh-huh. that influenced like his work now. Yeah, and, like wow. how that he was able to meet people then. Mm-hmm. That kind of that helps his way. Not even through the film industry, like through comedy. Oh wow, so weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Interesting. Yeah, uh, I don't. Pretty cool. This guy, whatever he writes, um, I'm here for it. I'll. I'll I'll check it out. Yeah, it's interesting. I haven't, I'm not like a Tarantino. I'm not, I wouldn't consider myself like a fanatic or anything. Mm-hmm. Like, I know some people like live and die. By yeah, yeah. By his teachings Tarantino. and how he writes and everything. Yeah. His stuff I think is he's really good. taught. Yeah. Yeah, he's great. I don't, I have, I'm not like a completionist, Tarantino mm-hmm. completionist. I haven't seen all of it in terms yeah. of like, no, yeah, I'm with you. Sorry. The films he's produced and stuff like that mm-hmm. too. The new Bev. Just, new Bev is, uh, hey, he's doing good stuff with the new Bev. Oh that. yeah, dude. Keep the new Bev alive forever. Thirty-five million. Okay, but yeah. Uh, as for s- series, whatever it is, we'll uh, keep you guys updated. That's interesting stuff. We shall see. But Ryder, it is time for the headline clip of 
the I'm thing. I'm very excited. All right, ready? You're gonna answer this. I'm gonna give you the countdown. Ready? Oh, okay. All right, okay. three, two, one. Bob Iger is back as Disney CEO. Disney's possibly restored uh, lots of hype and excitement online last night. But what does this mean? And how has he contributed to the Disney company? Why should you care? Let's get into some of the details of his uh, career and uh, what this means being back at Disney. Vince, you want to take us through some of this? Yes, here we go. Iger has led the charge on acquiring Pixar, Marvel, Lucasfilm, and most recently 20th Century Fox. The first three acquisitions alone have earned Disney more than $33.8 billion at the global box office, not including product uh, or product promotion and marketing cost uh, or the benefit of merchandise and theme park extensions. $33.3 billion, Ryder. He's responsible for hiring of Pete Docter and Jennifer Lee to helm Pixar uh, and the re-helming of Disney Hollywood Studios at Walt Disney World, incorporating more Disney branding to theme parks, focusing on high-quality films, and launching Disney+. Plus. Yeah, so uh, a lot of people like to contribute uh, Bob Iger as the second to Walt Disney, essentially, that he is just as contributing to the success of Disney as Walt was originally, because Bob Iger took Disney to the success that it was, and I think a lot of people know Iger to be creative first, businessman second, and that's what I always admired about him, uh, we saw this at Expo. We saw this uh, online and in interviews and movie premieres. Like he always gleamed a sense of appreciation and support for the creatives in mind. So that's why I think there was so much happiness for him to come back because of the choices that Chapek had made, you know, uh, during the pandemic and as his time as CEO following him. Sure. You know, I um, mean, this guy secures the bag, retires, writes a book, <laughs> secures another bag, and then gets a call from Disney and says, hey, we've got this. this bag for you. <laughs> They're like, we need you to fix this. Um, yeah. <laughs> so since Chapek took over, here's some of the stuff that he did, you know, for like, why was there so much uh, kind of antagonistic <laughs> demeanor towards Chapek? Uh, Disney has seen the effects of ongoing, the, you know, the global pandemic. So, of course, they were losing money. So Chapek, being the businessman he was, he was like, okay, I need to make us back that money. So, of course, the debut of Genie Plus and Lightning Lane, uh, and there were price increases for both theme parks and tickets yeah, and people don't and love beverages. That. Yeah. Like, that's all he did in his in his in his tenure was that's it? prices yeah <laughs> that's all really the important things that we know about um according to uh w uh walt disney world news today price increases have been tied with new policies reduced service levels and the removal of free benefits that guests have enjoyed years beforehand uh yeah so i mean there's just a lot of kind of it's just a lot you know negative nature that people didn't even internally you know i cannot confirm nor deny but it feels like there was a lot of talk about that the morale is not high ever since Iger mm. left. And so to have him back, I mean, it's like, great. Now we have Walt back. Let's kind of, let's get the, let's get the positivity sure. back up. Let's get the creative side of nature. Because also when it comes to Marvel and Star Wars and the, the pumping out of the content, you know, we're seeing quality diminish, you know, that's kind of the conversation. It's just pumping out content. I think this is going to be the shift back to pre end game. This is what made it so fun. And so great was Iger to support these companies like Lucasfilm yeah, and Marvel. I on a film level, though, I can't imagine he's making any creative decision. No. At, at like, under Pixar and Lucasfilm and Marvel. Like, I, I have to assume he's overseeing them mm -hmm. and at a corporate level and stuff. But I don't know if he will actually turn the tide on that sort of thing. Like, on uh, story quality or not story quality, but just, like, no, the, yeah. the quality of shows. Maybe, maybe he has less... Uh, that like the output's less like maybe he 
instate something that makes the output less, which mm. makes the quality then go up or something. But I don't think he's like creatively like just because we're at a low point, in my opinion, on story for like Marvel or like uh, mm. even in Star Wars, except for Andor, but like things that are at a <laughs> low point, let's say. I don't know if just hiring Iger is like, oh, upward trajectory now for everything. No, like yeah, we, yeah. Sh- bro, Disenchanted should have been, should have been a hit. <laughs> I'll say it. Enchanted, such a great movie. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love it. I was so excited that they're making a sequel. Mm-hmm. That seems like it would just, it's ripe for good mm-hmm. press yeah. and everything. Apparently it sucks. Apparently yeah. it's terrible. I yeah. haven't watched it though. Uh, and it's things like that where like, I don't really know how much of an effect him coming back is going to have on that even then i'm sure bob uh chapek 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 whatever he probably already has things in plan that we won't see the fruition of for a couple years too Mm -hmm. that are already in motion so it's like i i don't know time will tell but i don't want to credit Iger for the success or failure of certain films i guess no yeah i wouldn't say film specifically but like it was his like kind of he he gave the advice to kathleen to slow down star wars after i think last jedi and so I think, mm. uh, like, that's why we're seeing no, because I feel like if it wasn't for that, we would just see more, another trilogy already probably be out, you yeah. know, like, so and there's, I, mean, I don't think movies, but more so global, like macro company wide success right. is what we'll I, see. <laughs> it's not movies. I agree. I but, think that's what we will but see. But it does well. benefit from it because Kevin Feige would get so much support from him of like, sure, go out in your way and do this. But I think when you're, when your boss is very much like, yeah, let's just make content let's go it's not really i mean that's not there daddy kevin's still producing like eight films at a time though which is like an impossible task yeah Mm -hmm. it's crazy (laughs) yeah um okay so real quick here's what Iger. you know since he's back he's not back forever so he is a statement from disney came out saying he has agreed to serve as disney ceo for two years only two uh with a mandate from the board the board of directors to set the strategic direction for renewed growth and to work closely with the board in developing a successor to lead the company at the completion of his term. So again, making a new CEO that he thought would be great, but choosing the right one for him to leave and 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 put the company on the right direction. Because <laughs> yeah, these last two years, we know, like we've talked about this for two years, and I think ultimately it's leadership of the company. That's yeah, leadership's very important for a company yeah. for all around. Yeah, yeah, just like you said with morale and mm-hmm. rallying people. Mm-hmm. I. Uh, like Bob Chapek or whatever, I couldn't even tell you his name before. Yeah. Then you know the day he mm-hmm. was uh, put in and the day that mm-hmm. uh, he was taken out. Yeah. I'm sure there's more to this story. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, there has to be, not just like with people upset with certain decisions Disney's making and stuff, but there has to be more to this story to no, yeah. kick him out and the have this su- press release on a Sunday yeah, night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is just insane to me. I don't Absolutely. know. Absolutely. But um, yeah, we'll see yeah. what happens with Disney and we'll see like what uh, what exactly I don't think that much is going to change now because I know I think Iger's going to focus on the successor. I don't think he's going to work on like like I think he'll work on I, I think, think he'll, he'll make some big decisions. OK, but OK. I definitely think that make, finding a new successor that is better fit is probably one of his goals yeah. on being in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he also Bob Iger sent an email to all Disney employees. Mm-hmm. Did he specialize? Uh, things to different people or was it just just a general email company-wide yeah company-wide email uh and just you could tell his excitement through this email you can find this email online if you want to read the whole thing but there's a little uh little piece right here that i just thought stood out and just it says i know this company has asked so much of you during these past three years and these times certainly remain quite challenging 
but as you have heard me say before, I am an optimist. And if I've learned one thing from my years at Disney, it is that even in the face of uncertainty, perhaps especially in the face of uncertainty, our employees and cast members achieve the impossible. And I think that's a pretty awesome statement coming back. Mm-hmm. Feels good to read. Feels good to hear. Um, so Bob Iger, blow our, blow our socks off, dude. Yeah, Let's we're, see it. We're ready Let's for it. it. Create us first. Yeah. <laughs> Let's make it happen. Yeah. All right, guys, if you want to listen to the entire podcast, you can go on audio platforms and type in freeze frame, strictly casual. It's a little yellow box. It says freeze frame. You can subscribe on YouTube and become a member there if you want to watch the whole episode or you can watch this clip on YouTube. You're probably already watching that right now. And we appreciate you guys watching. We'll see you on the next one. Peace out. Beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. I also thought it was interesting that Bob Iger, apparently he's delayed his retirement from Disney three times because he keeps trying to leave, but they just like, yeah, listen, don't. Don't go. This, well, I'm this sure it's hard. With this last thing, like <laughs> logistically, yeah, having a new person run Disney, like one of, if not the biggest yes. corporation in the world, uh, like it, there's a lot of money mm-hmm. in belief in him yeah. as well. Yeah. So, like, he's been how with are them you for gonna... four decades? I was, I didn't like. That's he's been there for forty years, his whole life. Yeah, and I want, I wanted to look up. I want to say he was under. Walt's not like his hand. No like, way. No, probably that's probably way too early. But at least like yeah. not Walt Disney himself, but like the second after that, the family. He was close to the family to where they chose him. You know what I mean? Like he was close, something like that. I don't know the exact God. details, but it was where Bob, you think yeah. you walk into Bob Iger's house and he's got like you know giant Mickey Mouse that like greets you by the door and like oh, just things like that. Hundred percent. I think he's God, such a big scary. Disney guy. Yeah, it's scary. That's just crazy. I love it. But yeah, but you know what I think of him as? Mr. Rogers. Like, he's very much like, mm. you can tell it's from the heart. Even when he's like at Expo, the first time I saw him, it was like, man, people stood up because they were so happy to see like, yeah, he's a supporter of the company. But when JPEG came out, <laughs> was he, people were he like, looks like one of my old manager's uh, husbands, Bob Iger. Every time oh, really? I look at him, I'm like, oh, it's it's blank. I'm like, hey, I know that guy. <laughs> nice. I don't know that guy. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, okay, we're well, moving on now. As uh, that was fun. Thanks for talking with me about that one. Uh, Indiana Jones, dude. Oh my gosh, how hyped are you for Indy? <laughs> dude, thank God it's not a time travel movie like it was reported a couple weeks ago. <laughs> I was so scared. The time travel was in ter- was yeah, you, in you sent that in conversation there. with. Uh, it starts with a de-aged portion of Harrison Ford, like the movie starts oh. off. So it's not time travel. It's just there's a it's a flashback. Yeah, and it's flashback. not like it goes back and forth. Harrison Ford talked on the de-aging and he said it was the best de-aging he's ever seen. He's like, it oh, wow. looks real. looks just like me. Yeah. So if it's the ending, I'm sure we're going to see the beginning. Like where well, he's... The, <laughs> the story's... Uh-huh. Like, um, it, the flashback is near Last Crusade type time. Oh, yeah. Line. That's great. And then the story of the actual movie is about the space race. So it's oh, about yeah. like the moon landing, which mm-hmm. is awesome oh, that I sounds know. great and so nazis mm-hmm. yeah yeah because like they're still involved in like post-world war ii they're still involved because yeah. the scientists you know we both know the story but yeah for those of you that don't know it's like how awesome is that that they're sleepers right kind of sleeper cells in, involved in the american government so he has to like stop that it's gonna be crazy i, I imagine the third act the kind of final uh the final hurrah is he has to stop a rocket launch that's gonna blow up well no that's too i'm, I'm thinking too much mission impossible that's not what his movies are what was third? A third act usually to find something, right? It's not to really to something. stop. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I gotta rewatch all the movies because I love them. I love them so much. Yeah. I think, oh, 
I just want to watch The Last Crusade over and over again because it's the best uh, Indiana Jones yeah, movie. Yeah. Boyd Holbrook God. is also in it. There was a photo release of him on a bike. Dude, he's yeah. he's so good. He's so fitting for this era. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, that's right. I forget Mangle did uh, Logan, right? Yeah. Okay, so there's the connection. He worked mm-hmm. with him already, so I guess that's, yeah. that's pretty cool. He's um, also in uh, uh, Vengeance, right? Isn't he the brother oh, yeah, in Vengeance? Yeah, 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 100%. Yeah, yeah right. he's pretty funny. Mads Mikkelsen looks great. Oh, little man. circle glasses. Yeah. He's definitely a Nazi. Yeah, uh, he's, he's definitely a Nazi, a Nazi scientist for sure. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. <laughs> so check out those images, guys. Um, I was, I was going to make a joke to you. Imagine, like, you know, his final moment. He's looking out to the sunset, and the flashback is him. <laughs> this is so corny. He walks Mads into, like, Mikkelsen? a... No, 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 sorry. Harrison, oh. and he's, like, he walks... It's a, a flashback. D-aged young kid walks into a store... And he's like, I'll take this one. And it's a hat that he buys. And then it's like, oh, I like this leather. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. I, I hope it's not that. Uh, it's awful. And he's like, it's a it, leather store. It's there's a, a flashback in like, that's how Last Crusade starts. Is a young Indiana Jones. Uh-huh. And then like at one point, his mentor like dips his hat, like dips. Oh, yeah, or he yeah. puts the hat on Indy's head and dips his hat. Mm-hmm. And then when Indiana Jones looks back up, it cuts. And he's on a ship, and he looks up, and it's like regular oh, Indiana Jones. No, the hat. Yeah. It's like such a cool transition. Damn. Oh, it's a great movie. I need more of that. I need more of that. It's so I good. love it. Um, there's a third Princess Diaries movie in the works, and it's a continuation, not a reboot. Anne Hathaway isn't confirmed to star yet. God, she better. Hathaway does not have a deal to return, according to the sources, but she has publicly stated her support for a third installment, and the hope is that she would return to... Uh, that she would return should the potential new film move forward beyond the script stage. Uh, God bless. This to me is another surefire hit, just like Enchanted 2. But yeah. God. I hope that we're in it. <laughs> as of right now, I have zero hope in this movie being enjoyable. But yeah. um, can't wait. I'll watch it. When, when I saw Disenchanted, I didn't think it was that bad. I was like, this is like, I went in expecting that. You know what I mean? For Disney, I was like, yeah, that's what I expected. So that's sad they've they've really tanked your expectations because if you go back and watch <laughs> enchanted that bad shit's perfect dude that's a great movie. like if you know enchanted oh man yeah. that movie is timeless dude like it's so if good enchanted was a 10 i'll say disenchanted was like a 6.5 six. Oh, okay six, and six. in reality enchanted yeah, yeah, like so. a 6.5 yeah, you know yeah. on an enjoyment scale it's much higher but oh, like yeah, it's but not a great quality, movie yeah, or yeah. anything uh yeah I don't know. I left Disenchanted and I was like, okay, no, yeah, I'm, I had fun and it was great. You felt Disenchanted? Yeah, it, it, because I was, I don't know, I was an older person. So when I saw like Disney, when there were Disney songs. That's true. It's I didn't think it was same. for me. I was like, okay, I'm not a kid. We're too old now, dude. Yeah. We're, we're, we've aged out. Mm-hmm. But watching Enchanted on Disney Channel, you remember seeing it. It was like, oh, yeah. this is amazing. It's so mature, you know? So Yeah, that's right. It was this all about adults, different. you know? Yeah. It was all about adults. So if, if, if a lot of adults are reviewing Disenchanted, I don't really see the... Do you know what Enchanty kind of had? What's that? Enchanty kind of had a Wolf Among Us uh, type vibe to it. Wolf Among Us? The Wolf Among Us? Oh, like the Telltale game? Yeah. Oh, (laughs) well, in what way? I I haven't played that one. Like the story beast story, kind of like, yeah storybooks but in real life like a story it's like oh, uh yeah. fairy tales in real life yeah no yeah it's all it's no yeah super, right. it's an interesting vibe it's not everybody can capture that without it being stupid and no, i don't think you're 100 percent right like it, it really was uh i think first of its kind because i think we saw the animation right and then they went live action yeah. or something yeah. so different it's cool i don't yeah. know it's fun it's a good one i remember that one being great mm-hmm um, oh, this is so exciting. Feed Alvarez's alien movie. This is something I think we talked about the announcement of this. 
so while back. It's it's gonna start filming early 2023. Kaylee Spaney is in talks to star. Um, I've seen sure. her uh, a little bit of stuff. I don't have like what she's in, but it got yeah, great. Um, man, you know how much Alien means to me, dude. And like, they were working on a series. I think we talked about series, but now it's like a film. A film was film's coming. They've done a lot of Alien movies. Uh, yeah, they've done um, a lot of Alien movies. So we'll see. I just want the same vibe because, like, uh, did you ever see Alien Covenant? The last I've never seen any Alien movie. Oh my god, anyone? That's right. No, I haven't seen mm, this is bad dude we gotta watch <laughs> you will I've probably know seen the every hype. major clip I've probably seen a, any, every major clip from the first movie but I haven't yeah. seen it Alien Covenant and like Prometheus are very like like you know very uh, predictable and then but, Covenant is the one with uh, Fastbender right yeah so Fastbender's in both Prometheus and that, that one kind of connects it's like oh, it's own it. separate thing but they both they kind of set up Alien in a way. I'll watch them. I, I I feel like I would dig it. I just got to do it. Yeah, they're prequel salient. So, would do you like doing release order or chronological order? <laughs> release, release order. Okay. For sure. Okay. So yeah, yeah, Alien and then Aliens, and then you don't need the third and fourth, and then sure. Prometheus and then Alien Covenant because that's kind of like whoa, that's how Alien came about. It's cool. Okay. Add so much gravity. Okay, then we have Jason Blum and James Wan. Are planning to merge Blumhouse? Oh God, this is interesting. Blumhouse Anatomic Monster into a horror powerhouse for Universal. That's fascinating to me because, I mean, Jason Blum and James Wan might be like the biggest names in horror. Mm-hmm. I would say. So this would be an absolute horror powerhouse. That's correct. That's yeah. That's crazy. It was a good year for horror movies, honestly. With uh, like Smile, Nope, and well, not really. Yeah. Bad, but... There's a couple more I want to catch up on. Like I want to see Pearl. Um, Barbarian. Yeah, Barbarian was wild. It was a lot. Fresh. Fresh. Not this year. Okay. Did you watch Fresh? Yeah, Sebastian Stan, right? That one? Yeah, that was a weird movie. Yeah. That that's was a really weird movie. That one was good. It was enjoyable. It was fun. It was yeah. enjoyable to watch. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not like great, but... Um, yeah, but there's... This, man, these guys, dude... <laughs> that'd be such a good... I see it happening, dude. I see, like, a... Imagine yeah. that a uh, Universal Halloween Horror Nights. That'd be well, crazy. James Wan just has a little bit of everything, dude. The guy's directed mm-hmm. a uh, freaking Fast and Furious movie. He's <laughs> yeah. directed a bunch of horror movies. A like DC. Uh, he did Aquaman. Aquaman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's dipping his toe in everything. Yeah. Um, okay, this is this is crazy. You ready? Dom Toretto, family. This is all you, Vince. Fast X. Good God. The budget has reportedly hit $340 million which is up 70% from the previous Fast and Furious at 200 million, which is like, what? I just, you know, I can't wait for Fast X to be just the cultural reset that we all need. Uh, we need I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be sitting in seat F10 at the movie theater, <laughs> just like I sat in seat F9 oh, for F9 and F8 for F8. Yeah. It's going to be great. They're moving closer to the middle. Yeah. Yep, slowly but surely. Uh, I can't wait for this movie. It's gonna be terrible. I mean, it's I can't wait. I don't know. I mean, I listen. I joked about it for years about them going to space. Favorite. I don't they know. They really did it. And that was my child. What Google brain being like? What's the yeah, wildest thing? Yeah, could be Goblin movie movie brain. Yeah, exactly that. And yeah. they did it. So like, I don't know. Maybe a dragon pops up and like. I think fantasy is in the question. Now. Fantasy. Yeah. 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 Mythical I, time travel. Mm. 
Time travel. I think time travel is extremely likely to yeah, happen yeah. in this. Like on the back of a car and they pull it back to the future. But not in this one. Not this one. They tease it. Oh. And then for Fast X Part 2, that's when they time <laughs> yeah, travel. Oh my yeah. gosh. It's the end game of the cinema, the Fast universe. It is. It totally is. They go back and they go to the first race and they stop Jason Statham from crashing yep. into Han, which faked his death. Sure. What a mind God, this cluster is that is. <laughs> and then we have uh, Bradley Cooper to star in Steven Spielberg's Bullet reboot. Uh, the iconic character Frank Bullet was originally played by Steve McQueen. Classic. God, Bradley Bullet. Cooper is so epic. Yeah. He's, he's one of those like... Him, he's him, and a couple other actors. They're very uh, like old. They feel like old Hollywood. Bradley Cooper's one of them. Bradley well, Cooper could give an old Hollywood vibe. Yeah, he's done a lot of like modern comedies, but he's making a shift. To what? To like like more serious dramatic stuff. Like you did uh, Star Wars. You should play on the Pines, dude. Oh no! See, that's that's something, dude. You should watch that. I, I think Gosling. you'd like it. Yeah, it's, yeah Ryan Gosling and Bradley Cooper. Mm-hmm. Uh, good movie. Good movie. I like that one. My mom told me the stuff about that one. That one seems crazy. It's a little intense. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, gotta breathe yeah, a little bit during this movie. <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of breathing during movies, Ryder, mm-hmm. what have you been watching this week? Oh, man. I was so excited to come to you with some of this stuff. So, White Lotus. Because I've watched like nothing. Oh, damn. It's so sad. Okay, okay. So, White Lotus, I'm getting through this show on HBO Max. This is something mm-hmm. I recommend for everybody. It's a pretty mature show, mature, but um, yeah, like it's, it's, it's funny because it's very like. It makes you feel uneasy. It's queasy. It's, uh, I don't know. It's just like a, <clears throat> a resort that has a lot of people that have uh, different social classes, I guess. Mm-hmm. And so you put them in like a, a hotel, see how they interact. It's very... Is it, a, is it like a murder or something like that? There is a murder that happens. And so oh, okay. it's not really like a murder mystery to figure out. It's, okay, oh. here's a lot of dialogue and a lot of drama. But at this point, anybody could die or be murdered or kind of drop dead unexpectedly mm. so it's kind of Weird. who you think yeah so it, okay. it could be anybody at this point but the film that i'm really excited to tell you about is stuts on netflix <clears throat> I, is that my this is my watch list yeah i really really think you'd love this it's not long by any means this is mm-hmm. jonah hill a documentary he made about his uh psychiatrist no his, yeah. his therapist uh phil stutz oh yeah. my gosh really well made it was honest it was real it hit me on such a mm. emotional beat and like yeah they did like exercises that a therapist teaches you know and he's certain he's a great therapist he's been doing it for his whole life um they did some exercises that even like hit me on a profound level i was like wow Ooh. this is yeah life-changing stuff that i, I want to try and utilize implement in my life yeah like tools they use tools mm-hmm. that they you know you close your eyes and you think about something i won't tell you what it is but you gotta yeah. do it. You gotta do it along with them. And man, it makes a diff. Like, it's some crazy Dude, stuff. Dude, I'll have to. I'll have to watch. I. Mm-hmm. I am very excited to see that. I think Jonah Hill is very, um, very insightful, and mm-hmm. I think. Uh, what? How, what am I looking for? He just knows how he's. At surface level, Jonah Hill is still thought of as like. Oh, super bad. Jonah Hill. Dick yeah. Joke. Uh, and he talks like about that, that. Which is funny. Because I, yeah. Yeah. Because I think that is so shifted mm-hmm. in the last couple of years as well. And I'm sure that is challenging for him mm-hmm. too. But I, I'm, yeah, I can't wait to see that. That sounds mm-hmm. super interesting. Yeah. He opens up about it like his brother's death. I didn't know his mm-hmm. brother passed. And even uh, Stutz, like, man, they even have huge revelations in the show. And 
like huge reveals. I mean, sorry, not show in the movie. My bad. Documentary, like huge reveals in the movie, and and like the way they film reveals it. about what, um, like his life, like uh, just like um, revelations that they're like 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 life turning. You see, you see a click that happens, and you're like, wow, this because it's. I just won't tell you. You have to watch. Okay, and cool. Have to talk about it at the end. Um, yeah. But like one quick thing that I will tell you, like briefly about like a tool mm-hmm. is like think on yourself in the past when you felt the most uh defeated or left out or embarrassed lonely whatever right you mm-hmm. have to close you know you close your eyes you think about that and you talk to that person and you and you tell them how do you feel and you have a relationship mm-hmm. with that person and you have to have a better relationship with that person when you go into a nerve-wracking event because you think about where you were and where you are now and how much better you are and yeah it's just man it was like wow it, it, it has mm-hmm. a whole different outlook on life yeah i'm very Crazy. interested to watch that that sounds great. Mm-hmm. And that's on Netflix, right? Netflix, yeah. Stuts. Yeah. Stuts. Couple good Netflix movies yeah. this season. Like, Couple good ones. Um, I started the show 1899. From the oh, I heard it's really bad. Dark. Oh, is it good? Yeah, it's not that bad. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I mean... Well, I was I was reading some stuff it's that... It's convoluted. Like, it's long and convoluted. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I, I was hearing some stuff that in 1899, like one of mm-hmm. the main characters withholds information from another character that would solve the show in the first episode or something like that it's like uh, just be- like because this character's hiding okay. a secret like yeah just because they would reveal that secret defeats the purpose of the show and that just makes the show uninteresting i that's what i was reading like critics of yeah so like that. i don't so, really know I, okay so i i totally understand that because but i was watching and i was just like oh okay i guess okay. i was like whatever i think dark is awesome dark yeah i never finished it but the first season i watched was really good amazing one of the best because of time travel but yeah this one is like i wouldn't say it's as good as dark but it definitely i don't know it just keeps you going (laughs) it's content to watch gotcha gotcha but i don't think it's bad but it's definitely just like i've only heard like a couple things i haven't really yeah yeah it's it's too complicated um and then uh fablemans new spielberg movie might be checking that out tonight nice dude hell yeah Mm -hmm. Very excited for you to see that. I can't wait to see that too. Anything on your um, radar? Yeah, well, I have watched one thing this week. Mm-hmm. I haven't finished it. And I hate not finishing movies because <laughs> like, but I've watched it in two pieces already. I've got to finish the last piece today because it's so damn long. Uh, it's All Quiet on the Western Front on Netflix. Um, dude, it is, it is intense. It is so intense. It's one of those war movies that you... It's so grisly and hard to watch. It's on levels of like making you as uncomfortable, maybe if not more uncomfortable than like a Saving Private Ryan like visuals. It's beautifully shot, dude. This movie's insane. Daniel Bruhl, like the, the guy oh that's, my um, gosh. yeah, he's one of the, he's one of the leads in this, and he's incredible. Oh, you got um, me. I'll watch it now, <laughs> dude. It's it is so good. A lot of Oscar buzz on this one too. So I wanted to make sure to check it out. Oh, um, <laughs> nice. Yeah, I I can't wait to finish it. It's like just over three hours long. I think I'm mm. in the last 45 minutes or so. I hope to finish that tonight. So, yeah. Okay, man, that'll be on the list. It's very good. Very wow. good. That but that's great. it, movie-wise. I mean, we watched Black Panther, but that's... Yeah, I haven't been to the theater besides Black Panther in like two months. Yeah, it's it's we've been busy. Yeah, And I want to see like 10... There's like six movies I want to see. Tar? Someone just... Marcel the Shell with Shoes On just got purchased on Vinity Plus, so that's available oh, okay. for Vinity Plus subscribers now. Yeah. And um, <laughs> so I'm excited to watch that. Uh, Tar is on digital now, um, so I'm, I'll probably watch that at People home, I Kate, guess. Kate winning, or that's what they're saying. Kate might win. 
I, I mean, I hear she's great. I can't wait mm-hmm. to watch it. I, I don't really know anything about it, so. I mean, neither. Yeah. No, nothing. Um, yeah. The menu was one that they're talking about. Not like for Yeah, all, it had but... a good opening. It had a big opening. Oh. There's there's a lot out right now this holiday season. I know. I just. God, it's oh, hard Glass to like, go out. Glass Onion comes out this week, apparently. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah, on Thanksgiving. Yeah, isn't that crazy? I would like to see that in theaters before, mm-hmm. before watching that. Okay. Mm-hmm. I got it. Yeah, I got it. Tr- Oh, I would way rather see that in theaters than on my TV at home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was like, uh, I'll try and see it. I'll let you know if I go see it. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. It's going to be awesome. I'll drive out. To, I'll drive out. What? To the, I'll drive out oh, to yeah, Glendale. Yeah, 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 we'll to, we'll yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'll let you know. We'll talk about it. Um, okay. What about Avatar? Are we interested in Avatar? No, all right. No. I don't really care about Avatar. I just think it looks visually really awesome. But, like, I'm not excited for yeah, it. Yeah, I don't have tickets at all for that. I don't know if I'll see it. Like, okay, I'll watch it. Like, I'll... When does it come out? Three weeks? Three weeks? Yeah, in a couple weeks. But I don't. Yeah, I mean, I I'm like, gonna watch it. I'm, I'm not gonna miss it. You know but... what I thought about? I don't think it's gonna do good at all. I think it's gonna bomb. No, it's gonna do incredible. You're <sighs> crazy. It's gonna. It's gonna do so good. I I give it. I give it like a. Two, I give. I give it a solid two weeks, and that third week, it's gone. It's gone. That's no way. I think it's gonna disappoint James Cameron a lot. I really do. Ah, uh, I did. I just don't think, listen, and I know this is not right, but there's just not a talk about it. Maybe, and I know that's just social media, but like, nobody's talking about it. I don't even see advertising. Do you, were it. people talking about it before Avatar 1 came out? Or was it like, oh my God, go see Avatar 1? Like, go see Avatar when it, after it was I out? I expect like no way home levels of conversation for this movie, being the biggest one of all time. <laughs> Did No Way Home have a lot of conversation outside of comic book TikTok or comic book Twitter? I saw it just in general on Twitter. I would say, yeah, like it was a lot. It was, it was a lot. It was a lot. Just Twitter though, but I don't know. But like, else. do we think it wasn't bigger than Avatar? That movie wasn't bigger than Avatar. No, it's just a thought. Mm-hmm. But I even saw like billboards and like yeah, bus, uh, you know, things on the buses. Like I'm not. I'm sure that. it was like that for Avatar. Yeah, like one. Well, I, I, I want to start seeing. I want to start seeing that for two. We'll, we'll see. see. We'll, we'll see start though. seeing it. Okay. Two weeks before, they'll just be yeah. a hard push. New okay, trailer. True, true. Oh, yeah. Press stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> James Cameron saying, we've already filmed five, six, seven, eight, and nine, so make sure you watch number two. Like, you Dude, know. he's going to throw out some bombs in those interviews. You know he is. He's going to be like, don't worry. Like, You can see it in theaters, but I'm going to be releasing it on a new premium format disc <laughs> called uh, 8K 4D, and you actually have to put it in a special player, and you're, it's going to be high frame rate. Make sure you have a $17,000 TV and a headset. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, to watch this perfectly you'll want you'll want this for avatar 3 too because there will be a 500 dollars upgrade when the third one drops on digital so yeah but you can buy the subscription and it's only half off right right we'll ship you the equipment to to play it yeah, <laughs> so good. yeah. oh that's great okay so, uh, and on that note we're ending right there ladies and gents thanks for listening i hope you uh have a great week we're back we're back finally it's holiday season there's a lot going on it's gonna, be a, it's gonna be crazy times, but we're excited. We're happy to be here. Happy Next to week we'll be, be back as back as like regular. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We'll be, Nothing crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, check us out on all the social media down below. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram because it's still live. We're still there. And uh, TikTok for your Twitter's not gonna die. Twitter's not gonna, it's die. Not gonna die. No, but I thought I thought it was funny. They almost did. Uh, more content coming your way, and uh, yeah, enjoy everything coming out, and we'll see you guys next time. Peace out.